Welcome to the Service Department News Podcast, where we discuss all the latest news and developments from across the service department, apart hotel and extended stay sectors. So today I'm talking to Declan Fitzhenry, Operations Manager at City Stay. Declan, could you start by giving us a, a brief history of the company? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So um, City Stay Service Department started back in 2008, um, quite some time before I joined and it was started by um, uh, two couples in, in Cambridge who are still very much part of, of the business today. Um, and they started the company with just four apartments in Cambridge. Um, I guess at the time when services apartments were still a relatively new and uh, a, a novel idea, um, the focus was always to be on uh, business travellers and corporate travel, uh, mainly down to the fact that Cambridge is, you know, a really sort of fertile commercial market, uh, and there's, there's a lot going on in the city, and, and lots of people coming in and out, and, and quite a high high transient population. So um, that that was the idea behind the business. Um, it was always had a, a guest centred approach, and and guest experience sort of ran through everything and still runs through everything that that city state does today um, we have now grown that portfolio uh, over the last 12 years um, we're up to sort of 115 units now in the city um, we've got 25 employees uh, all directly employed by the company um, and we do try and keep all of our operations in-house. So all of our housekeepers are direct employees, all of our laundry is done in-house, just because we have uh, better quality control that way. Uh, and as I say, throughout that period, one of, the, um, one of the fundamental beliefs is to always make sure that we grow the infrastructure in line with the portfolio growth. Uh, the reason why we've done that is to make sure that we never let that customer service side of our business water down. Uh, and so, you know, the, the reputation that we've developed in, in the city over the last 12 years has been built fundamentally on that delivery of an outstanding uh, customer service. I mean, we have been fortunate enough to to win a couple of awards and be recognized for that over the years. So, um, that, yeah, that, that, that was kind of nice. But, um, yeah, that that's... Uh, where City Stay started and, and, and where we're at now. Mm -hmm. And you've also been adding new brands under the City Stay um, umbrella. So tell us a bit about those. Yeah, okay. I, I suppose that um, has been the, or is, is part of an ongoing process. But about um, three years ago, um, we looked into having a, an internal review of the company and where we sat, where we stood, how we looked sort of nationally and also locally. Uh, and coming out of that review, uh, we determined that we, to continue growing and to be able to ramp up our growth plans, uh, we needed to look at, into diversification. Uh, so yeah, coming up for three years ago, we launched uh, the first brand underneath the, the City Stay umbrella, which was uh, Checked In. Uh, and Checked In is a, what we would call a, a mid-term uh, accommodation provider. So what we found was that we were generating an awful lot of inquiries for people who wanted to stay for three, four, five, six, seven, eight months in Cambridge. They were either coming in relocating, coming in to work on a project, uh, or you know just a, a 
fixed term uh, deal here and, and they were in and then they were out. Now, uh, these people didn't necessarily have the budget to pay for a fully serviced apartment uh, and nor did they want um, the hassle of, of, of getting an AST. In, in certain cases, people weren't here for six months or, or 12 months as, as some agents want these days, um, but they needed some product that would that would fit their needs. So we looked at what we, we had, and obviously we had a, um, a portfolio of property uh, that were fully furnished, fully equipped, all bills included. And we thought, well, how can we get this to, to meet their needs? So we stripped back some of the traditional servicing elements. So we took out the housekeeping side of things, took out the wraparound services, the 24 hour on call, that kind of, uh, those kind of services that come with a traditional service department. And we were able to find a price point that met those travelers needs. Um, we offer checked in accommodation from a minimum of 12 weeks onwards. So not by the night like it is with City Stay, it's priced by the week. So it sits firmly as a hybrid between service departments at the short end of the market and then tenancy agreements at that six or 12 month market. So that's uh, checked in. Uh, and that, as I said, that's been running for the last three years now and has been going um, from strength to strength, really. I think when we started that business, we had 60 uh, units under operation and um, we're now you know, almost double that. Uh, and part of the reason is because we've effectively dual branded all of our properties and therefore we have two chances to fill all of our apartments. So um, previously, if uh, landlords or developers would come to us with a, a potential opportunity, we might have had to swerve it because we might not felt that we could comfortably fill uh, maybe a block of 10 or 15 units. Whereas now, because we've got the two sustainable brands, City Stain checked in, we're able to be a little bit more aggressive with our um, growth strategy. Uh, and that's why in the last couple of years, our portfolio has grown a lot quicker than it has done previously. So off the back of the growth uh, and, and relative success of the checked in brand, uh, we, as part of the continued diversification plans for the group, we looked at how could we possibly replicate this model, which seems to work well, around the UK and Ireland. So at the start of um, well, the start of this year, we'd sort of thrown a few ideas around about uh, how we could look at expanding checked in. Uh, and ultimately we set on the, uh, the idea of inclusive, which is to roll out the minimum of 12 weeks stay model uh, as, a, as an agency um, across the UK and Ireland. So um, we, have partnered initially with other service department providers in locations that we've identified as, as being sort of key marketplaces for this. So again, marketplaces that have a high transient population, um, lots of sort of commercial activity going on uh, and so on and so forth. Uh, and as of last week, we, we went live with uh, inclusive.co.uk. Um, so we're educating our partners on the model, explaining to them how, how it works, what operationally we expect from them uh, and how they need to do this. Uh, and then we're advertising them on our platform. Uh, and so far, so good. Um, yeah, it, it, we're currently live in, uh, 
in six cities across the UK and Ireland, and we, we're hoping to grow that uh, before the end of this year, uh, looking at a, a sort of a, a hard launch, if you would, uh, to consumers uh, in early 2021. Mm-hmm. So w- which are those six cities, Declan, and where else have you got uh, in your sites? Okay, so uh, obviously Cambridge is one of those. Leeds, Sheffield, Milton Keynes, Belfast and Dublin so far. Uh, on the horizon, we're looking into Reading. Uh, we're looking down into Kent as well. A couple of places on the south coast uh, and hope, hoping for a little bit more representation in Scotland too. Now, we have looked at sort of the primary cities like London, Manchester, Edinburgh, um, but probably believe at this stage that those marketplaces are a little bit saturated. And I think if you are looking for a type of accommodation product in those locations, you can probably find it. Uh, therefore, our focus on growing our supply chain is, is into uh, secondary and tertiary locations whereby the marketplace might not be quite so mature. And therefore, we feel that this would work a little better. Mm-hmm. And the service department providers that you're partnering with with this, is there a particular type of operator you're looking for or would you encourage anyone who's interested to get in touch? Uh, I mean, I think initially I, w- I would encourage anybody who, who is interested to get in touch, but I think where we feel that this is um, kind of hits a sweet spot is for those providers who maybe have sort of 20 to 30 units. Uh, they're operating at a reasonably good uh, occupancy level, but they're looking to really sort of grow their business. And really for us, what we think the, the, the sort of the key reasons why inclusive works is uh, as I pointed out earlier on with Checked In, it gives you that secondary diverse revenue stream, which I believe at this time, you know, everybody is looking for and could do with, um, and also gives you that, that more aggressive growth plan. So I, I can only imagine, and I, I know because we've been in this situation, whereby you might come across an opportunity um, that that you think would really work, but you may be a little bit nervous about taking it on because you're not so sure if you're going to be able to fill those apartments. And then you see that opportunity pass by. It's quite difficult. So uh, that's where I see that the the sweet spot for our sort of supply chain is those um, operators who are really looking to diversify and start ramping up their growth. However, I would encourage, as I say, anybody who, who is interested in looking at those longer term stays to, to get in touch and, and we can open up discussions. Yeah, yeah. You alluded to the, to the current situation. So how has um, the city state business fared through the pandemic so far? And, and, and has your customer profile changed, if at all? Um, yeah, it's, a, it's a, an interesting one. Obviously, it's been a very, very sort of difficult and, and trying time for, for everybody. And so the, the best way for me to answer this is to answer from both brands' perspective. So if we start off with um, City Stay, uh, the traditional service department provider, um, we were sort of operating at around an 80%, 20% corporate leisure mix, um, yeah. sort of historically. Uh, and at the start of, of, of the year, obviously, that uh, corporate travel tap got firmly turned off unfortunately um so it forced us to be adaptable from from city state's point of view um and the first thing we looked at doing was um offering out some of the the stock of of, of accommodation on tenancy style bookings for you know six 
months and so on. But no sooner had we started that that we thought maybe this isn't going to be a good idea. It's not sustainable. It's not profitable. And there's definitely enough out there for us not to have to do this. So we did that for maybe a couple of weeks and then we stopped because um, we found that we, we weren't going to be able to get into that uh, contractor, key worker, uh, emergency services marketplace. So initially, like a lot of providers, that, that was the kind of place that we, we focused on. Um, I think, you know, the, the hotels closing obviously helped bring some trade our way for, for, for that. Um, but what we did find is that relocations continued to happen. And so through sort of uh, relationships that we've got with corporates in Cambridge, people were still moving people, just not at the same level as they had been previously. So, yeah, we, we, we were forced to be adaptable, but I think we'd positioned ourselves to be adaptable once we'd undertaken that review a few years ago, which kind of helped negate the impact as much as possible. Don't get me wrong, it's not been easy, but um, we've been doing okay. And obviously you track the sort of data that we can get through from, from SCR and the likes. Um, and we've been sort of trending just above the line of, of where the industry is at. So um, that's from a city state point of view. So yeah, I, I would say just to sum that up as a, as a single entity, it's been quite challenging, but not a total disaster. Coming out of lockdown, we've had um, three pretty successful months from City State's point of view in terms of occupancy. Um, rates are not, not where they were, but um, the business mix has shifted back to maybe more like 50-50 corporate and leisure. And that domestic leisure market has really helped us over the last three months. If we look at it from a checked in point of view, we've seen continued growth. So year on year, we are, you know, turnover is considerably higher than where it was 12 months ago at the same time. There's a couple of reasons for that, I think, is that, you know, it's still a relatively young business. Uh, and so you would expect to see year on year growth. Um, but nonetheless, uh, it's been a real uh, fillet to our, to, our, to our occupancy levels and things like that, as that has continued to generate more and more inquiries throughout the pandemic. Mm -hmm. We touched earlier, Declan, about the, the rollout plans for, for inclusive. Do you have any plans to operate properties outside of your Cambridge stronghold? Um, I would say, Yes, absolutely nothing is, is off the cards and, and we are continuing to grow and therefore looking at um, opportunities both inside and outside of Cambridge. I think, you know, ultimately we'll, we will reach a ceiling uh, whereby we feel like there probably isn't any room for any further growth within Cambridge. Um, and we've already got some, you know, obviously I can't give too many details until things are sort of confirmed and whatnot but we already have some some interesting locations outside of Cambridge but that's all you know along with continued interest within Cambridge because I don't feel that we're actually at that that ceiling point just yet as the city continues to grow um, but yeah of course I'd say yeah watch this space great stuff Declan thanks very much for joining us today no problem thanks for having me Thanks for listening to the Service Department News Podcast. If you'd like to keep up to date with all the latest industry news, head over to servicedepartmentnews.com and sign up to our twice-weekly newsletter.
Service Department News is part of the International Hospitality Media Portfolio.